The hour cometh and now is when the true worshipper shall worship the Father in spirit and in truth, for the Father seeketh such to worship him. O Lord, open thou our lips, and our mouths shall show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Together, Psalm 95 on page 459. O come, let us sing unto the Lord. Let us heartily rejoice in the strength of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving, and show ourselves glad in him with psalms. For the Lord is a great God, and a great King above all gods. In his hand are all the corners of the earth, and the strength of the hills is his also. The sea is his, and he made it, and his hands prepared the dry land. O come, let us worship and fall down, and kneel before the Lord our Maker. For he is the Lord our God. And we are the people of his pasture and the sheep of his hand. Today, if ye will hear his voice, harden not your hearts, as in the provocation, as in the day of temptation in the wilderness. When your fathers tempted me, proved me, and saw my works, forty years long was I grieved with this generation, and said, It is a people that do err in their hearts, for they have not known my ways unto whom I swear in my wrath that they should not enter into my rest. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Psalm 32, beginning on page 377. Blessed is he whose unrighteousness is forgiven, and whose sin is covered. Blessed is the man unto whom the Lord imputeth no sin, and in whose spirit there is no guile. For whilst I held my tongue, my bones consumed away through my daily complaining. For thy hand was heavy upon me day and night, and my moisture was like the drought in summer. I acknowledge my sin unto thee, and mine unrighteousness have I not hid. I said, I will confess my sins unto the Lord. And so thou forgavest the wickedness of my sin. For this shall every one that is godly make his prayer unto thee in a time when thou mayest be found. Surely the great water flood shall not come nigh him. Thou art a place to hide me in. Thou shalt preserve me from trouble. Thou shalt come past me about with the songs of deliverance. I will inform thee and teach thee in the way wherein thou shalt go, and I will guide thee with mine eye. Be ye not like to horse and mule, which have no understanding, but whose mouths must be held with a bit and bridle, else they will not obey thee. Great plagues remain for the ungodly, but whoso putteth his trust in the Lord, mercy embraceth him on every side. Be glad, O ye righteous, and rejoice in the Lord, and be joyful, all ye that are true of heart. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here begins the 17th chapter of the second book of Samuel. Moreover, Ahithophel said to Absalom, Now let me choose twelve thousand men, and I will arise and pursue David tonight. 
I will come upon him while he is weary and weak, and make him afraid. And all the people who are with him will flee, and I will strike only the king. Then I will bring back all the people to you, when all return except the man whom you seek. All the people will be at peace. And the saying pleased Absalom and all the elders of Israel. Then Absalom said, Now call Hushai the archite also, and let us hear what he says too. And when Hushai came to Absalom, Absalom spoke to him, saying, Ahithophel have spoken in this manner. Shall we do as he says? If not, speak up. So Hushai said to Absalom, The advice that Ahithophel has given is not good at this time. For, said Hushai, You know your father and his men, that they are mighty men, and they are enraged in their minds, like a bear robbed of her cubs in the field, and your father is a man of war, and will not camp with the people. Surely by now he has hidden in some pit, or in some other place, and it will be, when some of them are overthrown at the first, that whoever hears it will say, There is a slaughter among the people who will follow Absalom. And even he who is valiant, whose heart is like the heart of a lion, will melt completely. For all Israel knows that your father is a mighty man, and those who are with him are valiant men. Therefore I advise that all Israel be fully gathered to you from Dan to Beersheba, like the sand that is by the sea for multitude, and that you go to battle in person. So we will come upon him in some place where he may be found, and we will fall on him as the dew falls on the ground, and of him and all the men who are with him there shall not be left so much as one. Moreover, if he has withdrawn into a city, then all Israel shall bring ropes to that city, and we will pull it into the river until there is not one small stone found there. So Absalom and all the men of Israel said, The advice of Hushai the archite is better than the advice of Ahithophel. For the Lord had purposed to defeat the good advice of Ahithophel to the intent that the Lord might bring disaster on Absalom. Then Hushai said to Zadok and Abiathar the priests, Thus and so Ahithophel advised Absalom and the elders of Israel, and thus and so I have advised. Now therefore send quickly, and tell David, saying, Do not spend this night in the plains of the wilderness, but speedily cross over, lest the king and all the people who are with him be swallowed up. Now Jonathan and Ahimaaz stayed at Enrogel, for they dared not be seen coming into the city. So a female servant would come and tell them, and they would go and tell King David. Nevertheless, a lad saw them and told Absalom. But both of them went away quickly and came to a man's house in Bahrim, who had a well in his court, and they went down into it. Then the woman took and spread a covering over the well's mouth, and spread around grain on it, and the thing was not known. And when Absalom's servants came to the woman at the house, they said, Where are Ahimaaz and Jonathan? So the woman said to them, They have gone over the water brook. And when they had searched and could not find them, they returned to Jerusalem. Now it came to pass, 
after they had departed, that they came up out of the well, and went and told King David, and said to David, Arise, and cross over the water quickly, for thus has Ahithophel advised against you. So David and all the people who were with him arose and crossed over the Jordan. By morning light not one of them was left who had not gone over the Jordan. Now when Ahithophel saw that his advice was not followed, he saddled a donkey and arose and went home to his house, to his city. Then he put his household in order and hanged himself and died, and he was buried in his father's tomb. Then David went to Mahanaim, and Absalom crossed over the Jordan, he and all the men of Israel with him. And Absalom made Amasa captain of the army instead of Joab. This Amasa was the son of a man whose name was Jethra, an Israelite, who had gone in to Abigail, the daughter of Nahash, sister of Zeruiah, Joab's mother. So Israel and Absalom encamped in the land of Gilead. Now it happened when David had come to Hanaim that Shobi, the son of Nahash, from Rabbah of the people of Ammon, Mahir, the son of Amiel from Lo-Debar, and Barzillai the Gileadite from Rogalim, brought beds and basins, earthen vessels and wheat, barley and flour, parched grain and beans, lentils and parched seeds, honey and curds, sheep and cheese of the herd for David and the people who were with him to eat. For they said, The people are hungry and weary and thirsty in the wilderness. Here ends the first lesson. Benedictus S. on page 11. Blessed art thou, Lord God of our fathers, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou for the name of thy majesty, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the temple of thy holiness, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou that beholdest the depths and dwellest between the cherubim, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the glorious throne of thy kingdom, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the firmament of heaven, Praise and exalted above all forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here begins the fifth chapter of the second epistle to the Corinthians. For we know that if our earthly house, this tent, is destroyed, we have a building from God, a house not made with hands, eternal in the heavens. For in this we groan, earnestly desiring to be clothed with our habitation which is from heaven, if indeed, having been clothed, we shall not be found naked. For we who are in this tent groan, being burdened, not because we want to be unclothed, but further clothed, that mortality may be swallowed up by life. Now he who has prepared us for this very thing is God, who also has given us the Spirit as a guarantee. So we are always confident, knowing that while we are at home in the body, we are absent from the Lord. 
for we walk by faith, not by sight. We are confident, yes, well pleased rather to be absent from the body and to be present with the Lord. Therefore we make it our aim, whether present or absent, to be well pleasing to him. For we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ, that each one may receive the things done in the body according to what he has done, whether good or bad. Here ends the second lesson. Benedictus on page 14. Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, for he has visited and redeemed his people, and hath raised up a mighty salvation for us in the house of his servant David. As he spake by the mouth of his holy prophets, which have been since the world began, that we should be saved from our enemies and from the hand of all that hate us, to perform the mercy promised to our forefathers and to remember his holy covenant, to perform the oath which he swore to our forefather Abraham that he would give us, that we, being delivered out of the hand of our enemies, might serve him without fear, in holiness and righteousness before him all the days of our life. And thou, child, shalt be called the prophet of the highest, for thou shalt go before the face of the Lord to prepare his ways, to give knowledge of salvation unto his people for the remission of their sins, through the tender mercy of our God, whereby the day spring from on high has visited us, to give light to them that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, Maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, His only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O God, may clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. Almighty and merciful God, of whose only gift it cometh, that thy faithful people do unto thee true and laudable service. Grant, we beseech thee, that we may so faithfully serve thee in this life, that we fail not finally to attain thy heavenly promises, through the merits of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. 
O God, who art the author of peace and lover of concord, in knowledge of whom standeth our eternal life, whose service is perfect freedom, defend us, thy humble servants, in all assaults of our enemies, that we, surely trusting in thy defense, may not fear the power of any adversaries, through the might of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, Almighty and everlasting God, who has safely brought us to the beginning of this day, defend us in the same with thy mighty power, and grant that this day we fall to no sin, neither run into any kind of danger, but that all our doings being ordered by thy governance may be righteous in thy sight. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Good morning to all. We have in the story the story of the two counselors and Ahithophel who gives um, advice to David and then Hushai, <clears throat> kind of, or excuse me, to Absalom and then Hushai contradicts it. We, we should note that, that in um, Ahithophel, we have a kind of, in the David story, a type of, of, of Judas, a, a trusted counselor who is, who betrays him. And David even laments in the psalm that his own familiar friend whom he trusted, who, who, who walked with him, has, has, has turned on him. And Ahithophel gives the, the wise counsel because we've already known from the story that David is tired, his men are weary. And Ahithophel wants to go and chase him down right now and finish him off while he's on the run. And um, it's interesting, Ahithophel wants to go with him. And it's interesting in the story because at the end, Ahithophel um, kills himself. And you could say, well, on one level, it's out of despair, but it's also on the level that he knows that his was the good advice. And he knows now that the Hushai's advice has been taken, that Absalom's going to be defeated. And when David comes back, he's going to lose his head anyway. So the, the whole anxious is for Ahithophel to lead the expedition. You know, he's, he's staked his whole life on this. He's a traitor and it's either has to succeed or he's going to die. So, <clears throat> um, and it, the, the, the thinking about the advice, it says it was the Lord's counsel to overthrow the good uh, counsel of Ahithophel. And we can see this on a, on a natural level that, that um, Absalom is not seeking the will of God. He is trying to find the best way to, 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 to um, you know, finish his rebellion, which can't succeed because he's not the Lord's anointed, despite all that's happened and the fact that David has to suffer consequences, David is. So um, a lot of the Hushai does plays to a little bit of vanity. You will lead the, the army in. You'll gather everybody. You'll, you'll get all these things where Ahithophel is, no, Absalom, you stay here. We'll go and get them. And, and so um, when the overthrowing of good advice that, that would be wise when somebody's not really looking for wisdom, they're, they're, they're caught up in vanity and other things, isn't as open to be able to discern the, the wisdom of the advice. So we have we have that kind of contours to the story there. Um, in our Second Corinthians lesson, <clears throat> we have this this sort of image of resurrection. He last yesterday, Saint Paul talked about the outward man perishes, the inward man is renewed day by day, and he so here he says he talks about the the um, the spirit as a, as a guarantee within us, <clears throat> and the outward body is this tent. <clears throat> which is which is temporary. It, this harkens back a little bit to the language of 1 Corinthians 15, when he, he describes the resurrection, that this 
mortal must put on immortality. And so we have this mortal, we have this mortal weak body that's decaying, but it houses a life that is eternal, that bears the seed of eternity. And in the resurrection from heaven, God will give us a body that is commensurate with the, with the life we have within us. And so that's, that's the, the idea of, of resurrection. That, that, that St. Paul, and it, it's sort of the, the Christian longing uses this word groan. We groan within ourselves, life in the spirit. It's a word that's used in Romans chapter eight, when he, when he says, uh, we who have the first fruits of the spirit groan within ourselves. It's a struggle. And the groaning is really the, the longing for the fruition of this life in Christ that hasn't quite reach for which we experience it it's here but it's not yet fully here and so that's the essential longing of the christian life to 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 experience now the reality of resurrection in the spirit but yet to not have the full fruition that's why for example um childbirth is an image of of the christian life it's growing you you know it's going to be be born it's here but it's it's not quite yet to fruition and the, the significant thing he, he closes with is this idea will all appear before the judgment seat of Christ. Now, this is not the judgment at the end of time that set, that, that, that of, of all. This is the judgment of believers will all be held accountable for our work. Um, and this is the idea that it's not that we're working our way into salvation, but it's having been saved and having been given the gift of the spirit with, within us. We labor in the spirit and that labor in the spirit, what we do in Christ bears fruit that has a reward. So we'll all appear before the judgment seat of Christ to, to receive the reward of our labor in Christ. Well, all the idea of St. Paul here is everybody who appears before the judgment seat of Christ is saved, but there is a reward that pertains to faithfulness. And this reminds us why it's important to, that's why it says, you know, we, we, um, you know, we make it our aim to, to be well-pleasing because we, we know this is our telos in life. And this is what reminds us that's what we're aiming for. Uh, we get this later in Trinity season where um, a, the king comes in to survey the guests, but he'll will all appear before the judgment seat. So um, and that's the, the motive for, for faithfulness in the Christian life. So a few thoughts about today's lessons. We'll continue with a prayer for all conditions of men on the bottom of page 18. O God, the creator and preserver of all mankind, we humbly beseech thee for all sorts and conditions of men, that thou wouldest be pleased to make thy ways known unto them, thy saving health unto all nations. More especially we pray for thy holy church universal, that it may be so guided and governed by thy good spirit, that all who profess and call themselves Christians may be led into the way of truth and hold the faith in the unity of spirit, in the bond of peace, and in righteousness of life. Finally, we commend to thy fatherly goodness all those who are any ways afflicted or distressed, in mind, body, or estate. that it may please thee to comfort and relieve them according to their several necessities, giving them patience under their sufferings and a happy issue out of all their afflictions. And this we beg for Jesus Christ's sake. Amen. Together the general thanksgiving. 
Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, thine unworthy servants, do give thee most humble and hearty thanks for all thy goodness and loving kindness to us and to all men. We bless thee for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all for thine inestimable love and the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we beseech thee, give us that due sense of all thy mercies, that our hearts may be unfeignedly thankful, and that we show forth thy praise not only with our lips but in our lives, by giving up ourselves to thy service and by walking before thee in holiness and righteousness all our days. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom with thee and the Holy Ghost be honor and glory, world without end. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Thank you all for joining us in prayer this morning. Hope you have a great Friday and great start to your weekend. Thank you, Deacon John. Thank you, Bishop Scarlett. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Thank you. Bye, kiddos. Thank you, everyone. Happy Friday.